What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Yo, what's up, USA, International, Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. This is your man, G Money Stats, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most misunderstood, lonely nomad, unstoppable independent podcaster, and rookie podcaster, slash New York native from Lawrence and Queens, New York. And you're rocking and hanging out with me on the 250th episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, live and direct from StreamYard alongside with YouTube. And aside of myself is the Instagram live feed on Instagram on the podcast show page. Make sure you follow that page on the gram. Turn your notifications so you can know when I'm going to be on Instagram live on, on separate podcast show pages, including this one right here. And... um. <clears throat> And for those that's new to the channel, this is a comedy show based on based on wild, crazy, fun topics from from entertainment news. There's music, there's real life, along with a little bit of mental health, a little bit of transit, a little bit of everything in between. But I don't necessarily do politics and i don't necessarily do um you know the histories and the, and the conspiracy theories i don't that's not the typical podcast that i am doing so you know what i'm saying so for those that's just new and new listeners of course welcome to the show and speaking of which if you're new to the channel and you miss any previous episodes whatsoever please don't worry every single episode is going to be uploaded to streaming platforms and youtube which which is where i segue to my youtube channel which is gmoney stacks 555 grab that subscribe button for me tap the noni noni bell along along with alerts so you can be reminded when the show goes in the year via live stream, along with the time, date, and everything. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes, and of course, be sure to and of course be sure to um, share the the videos, share the episodes. Of course, download the episodes. Very important to grow this show out. And of course, you can make a charitable donation to support this show right here. You don't necessarily need to be from a rich family or anything like that whatsoever. Um, it's all about doing what you can as a human being. And this is where I segue to my cash app, which is GMoneyStacks555. This is where you have the opportunity to show more support um, by making a donation. All right. So that's that's my castle right there. You can write it down on a piece of paper and all that stuff. And um and of course, be sure you tell a friend to another friend. Share the podcast and everything else in between make sure you listen stream and watch these episodes whatsoever all right so let me cut to the chase 
Let me cut to the chase to New York Mass Transit Files right here. We got some stuff to talk about here. Let's do this. happening in transit news right here that we needed to discuss okay what we have here is about the state assembly and senate have released their long-awaited responses to governor kathy hochel's executive budget pointed pointedly rejecting her plan to rescue the fiscally beleaguered metropolitan transportation authority and putting forth their own Oh, Lord. Virtually all the central planks of Hochul's fiscal lifeboat for the MTA, increasing the payroll mobility tax, shifting the $500 million bill for paratransit and student metric cards to the city, directing future casino revenue to the authority and raising fares this year and in 2025 were cast to the wayside by the state senate in its one house budget resolution after being blasted by virtually every stakeholder except the governor and mta hmm. yeah i know not everybody is stunned by this but <laughs> this is pretty much how everybody feels right here Instead, senators have a whole other laundry list of proposals to raise money in order to prevent the MTAs hurtling over a fiscal cliff. They want to raise the corporate franchise tax, of course, based on a company's revenue rather than payroll and hike transit surcharges on Uber and Lyft rides in Manhattan's central business district. Legislatures also proposed creating a residential parking permit system in New York City neighborhoods and ending Madison Square Garden's lucrative property tax exemption and sending the revenue from both to the MTA. Beyond just keeping the lights on at the transit agency, legislatures also proposed a an experiment with free bus service in the Big Apple, calling for the MTA to eliminate fares on two bus lines in each borough. The assembly proposal was largely along the same lines, rejecting increased payroll taxes and cost shifts to the city, calling for a 2% business tax hike and $196 million cash infusion to the MTA to avert the plan 5.5 percent fair hike and placing a 50 million dollar revenue on the fare free bus pilot unlike 
the Senate, though, the Assembly is fine with sending some casino revenue to the MCA instead of schools and does not mention MSG's tax break. Hmm. Well. You know, the more they try to raise the fares, the more they try to raise the fares, the more they're going to lose customers and they're going to end up um, they're going to end up losing customers that way. I'm not surprised by the MCA raising the fears. I am not surprised. And a lot of people are not surprised by all of this. And this is just, this is just beyond crazy to me. And it's like, how many loans do you have to take and not have a way to pay certain individuals or companies back? That right there is just waiting for <laughs> waiting for a damn accident of a crash to the transit system, which is a damn shame. And and I said this before, man, the more you keep raising affairs, the more you're going to lose customers. It doesn't matter about the ridership. It's about the customers. Yeah, I had to do it, man, just to raise a point here. You know, <laughs> I had to because this because this fair hike shit is getting r ridiculous right now. And I say this because and I say this because it's not just it's not just me as a commuter who goes to work um, on a weekly basis, like Fridays and Saturdays. It's just, you know, people are tired of the fair hikes. And the lame excuses of how, you know, Jano Libra likes to spin this, it's just beyond, it's just beyond ridiculous right there. Anyway, um, of course the differences will be hashed out one way or another in Albany's legendary closed door budget jockeying over the next two weeks as governor hokel assembly speaker carl um he's hesty and senate majority leader andrea stewart cousins tried to reconcile their proposals the budget is due april 1st which is which is a saturday it's a saturday i don't even think they're gonna get this done in time man it's a fucking Saturday. You know good and hella well you're not gonna be able to get it in time, man. So it's like, it's like an epic, it's like a fucking epic fail right there.
<laughs> I had to. I had to, man. This is crazy. Yeah, they're not gonna really they're not gonna resolve this shit though. Um anyway. Um <clears throat> either way, the spending plan seems to reflect on an increasingly defiant state legislature willing to flex its muscles to demonstrate independence from the governor. After a decade of executive dominance under disgraced former Governor Andrew Cuomo, the proposal comes a month after the Senate rejected Hochul's nominee for Chief Judge Hector LaSalle, the first time legislatures had ever done so. <clears throat> Governor Hochul's executive budget makes transformative investments to make New York more affordable, more livable, and safer, and she looks forward to working with the legislature on a final budget that meets the needs of all New Yorkers, said Hochul's spokesperson, John Lindsay. Hochul put forth her rescue plan in her executive budget last month at the months of fatalistic rhetoric from MTA officials about its fiscal situation. The agency that runs subways, buses, commuter rails, and paratransit has struggled to recover from the COVID-19 slamdemic with the rise of working from home causing ridership to stagnate well below pre-slamdemic levels, depriving the MTA of critical fare box revenue. The MCA required by law to balance its books approved an austerity budget in December, which slashed its projected $2.6 billion deficit down to $600 million through proposed fair hikes and reduced spending, but still required new streams. Hold on. Yes, new streams of revenue to fill the remaining hole and prevent service cuts and layoffs. MTA leaders have praised Hochul's plan and said that if it's not implemented, they will have to return to the drawing board and pursue more painful fiscal remedies to its deficit. Oh, Lordy Lord. <laughs> painful yeah you want to talk about painful <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a fucking double trouble right here um <laughs> okay we're grateful the legislature agrees with governor Hoku that transit service in this region is essential and the MCA chair and CEO General Lieber in a statement on Tuesday. The governor led by putting forward a balanced proposal to fund transit with dedicated, stable, and recurring revenue, putting riders first. And we look forward to working with her administration, the Senate, and the Assembly toward a final budget that accomplishes those goals. But virtually everyone else had gripes with the governor's plan. Mayor Eric Adams said that it was not fair for the state to foist $500 million in new annual 
contributions on the city, but not ask any other municipalities to contribute more, nor could the city afford it either way. Legislature sided with his zona. The mayor's office did not respond to a request for comment on Tuesday. Suburban, suburban legislatures said that any increase in the payroll mobility tax should be shouldered only by city businesses, arguing the Big Apple realized most of the benefits of the mass transit system. Legislatures not only axed any payroll tax increases entirely, but the Senate proposed to exempt local governments in Dutchess, Orange, Putnam, and Rockland counties upstate, even though those counties are served by Metro North. Legislatures even threw a bone at progressives pushing for fair free buses, seeking to emulate other cities like Washington, D.C. and Boston, though advocates remain myth that the one house budgets do nothing to increase service frequently, no, excuse me, frequency on the subways. The legislature's budget ignores millions of riders stranded 12, 15, 20 minutes or more on subway platforms and at bus stops, said Riders Alliance Executive Director Betsy Plum. We're the ones losing pay, missing school and medical appointments, and arriving late to pick up our kids, all because of infrequent, inequitable transit service. By neglecting the long waits that discourage people from riding transit, the proposal also fails in exempt to fix the MTA. Yeah. I actually, I actually do agree with this, though, man. I do agree with this shit, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's just beyond crazy, and I don't think, I don't think anybody who is a commuter deserves this type of um situation. Oh no! Yeah, oh no, is right. <laughs> oh no, is right. You don't want this to happen, man. It's just fucking crazy. Like, really. I mean, really. Next topic um, is the NCAA adds more LIRR trains and retools. They got some retooling that they have to do. So let's get into this right here. Um, all right. So the Long Island Railroad is again making service changes this week, adding more trains in Brooklyn after the chaotic rollout of its brand new schedules to accompany the opening of Grand Central Madison. The LAWR wrote on Twitter that it will add three more rush hour trains on its new shuttle route between Jamaica Center and Atlantic Terminal, increasing um, frequency on the line following widespread dissatisfaction. This, this, excuse me. 
dissatisfaction with the move by commuters in Brooklyn. The railroad also will also add cars to trains on the Babylon, Long Beach, Port Washington, and Rakakama branches. MCA, excuse me, the, a Metropolitan Transportation Authority spokesperson would not confirm if the cars were being removed from Grand Central bound trains and added to Brooklyn and Penn bound ones. Only known in they were not they were removing cars from low ridership trains. Hmm. Let's see. At a at a state senate budget hearing on Friday, MTA chair and CEO General Lieber acknowledged the def deficient service experienced by LAWR riders during what the agency expected to be a victory lap with increased train capacity and a brand new gleaming terminal to bring commuters to the east side of Manhattan. Um, and he said, quote, um, this was a tough, tough week for Long Island Railroad customers, Lieber told lawmakers. The opening of Grand Central Madison brought what the MTA has touted as a 40% increase in LIWR service capacity and first major scheduled changes in decades. But as soon as the new terminal fully opened, and the schedules went into effect last week. Chaos mounted the and riders registered their gripes. It's certainly a lot different and a little confusing, said Ed Fryman, <laughs> a Merrick resident, after this disembarking his shuttle train in Brooklyn last week. Now there are no more direct trains here. So you have to change another track all the way at the other end of the Jamaica station. So it's very difficult, but it takes some getting used to. Well, you know, I'm very glad I didn't take the LAWR because I know they're pretty expensive. Yes, so chaotic scenes have played has has played out at Jamaica Center, a major transport transfer point for LAWR riders. Over the past week, those commuters accustomed to a one-seat ride into Atlantic Terminal have described a mad dash to transfer to the shuttle, which uses platforms at the far southern end of Jamaica, but isn't timed to sync up with other trains coming in from the east. <sighs> Wow. I mean, wow. Yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. Okay. Let me see. Let me see where I left off. Oh, yes. Despite the tatter service increase, commuters also complained of extremely overcrowded trains headed to, into Penn, even as Grand Central bound trains appeared 
to leave Jamaica nearly empty. It is sad. I am a huge fan of the LA Devar. I have also waited for GCM for years, said Ian Siegel, an Oyster Bay branch rider who says his commute to Brooklyn has lengthened by 20 minutes in an email. And I never expected or thought the implications would be so poor. MTA anticipated that about 40% of LAWR commuters heading to Manhattan would opt out to go to Grand Central, but in the first week, the number was was actually just shy of 30%, with the remaining 70% still heading into Penn Station. The agency did not have numbers handy after being asked multiple times by AM New York Metro for the for the statistics when also accounting for a service to Atlantic Terminal and Long Island City, which is in Queens. The long delayed $11.6 billion East Side Access mega project finally wrapped up earlier this year. And MTA officials have called it a game changer for the region, allowing for seamless connectivity between the city, Long Island, and upstate suburbs. Hmm. But now advocates and MC board members are demanding answers and action. The Permanent Citizens Advisory Committee to the MCA, um, an in-house rider advocacy group, lambasted the authority for mostly ignoring negative feedback after publishing drafts of the new schedules and argued that not incorporating such feedback snowballed into chaos last week. On Thursday, the group called for the MTA to argument the schedules to prevent overcrowding. We have two-thirds of this pre-slandemic ridership and 40% increase in service, said Gerard Bringman, the chair of the PCAC and an MCA board member. There's no reason to have crowded trains anywhere. It defies logic. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, you know what? I actually agree with this. I really do agree with this. Yes. So let's see what else we have to talk about here before I forget. Um, let's see. Yes. Let's see. Okay. So starting with a rumor in the air about that piff shutting down. So that's gonna be our first topic in <clears throat> chatting or the jazz. Let's do it.
Yes, rumor in the air about Daft Piff. All right. And this is from Hip Hop DX. Mixtape website datpiff.com has responded to reports that it's closing down after rumors surfaced this week that the long-running site would soon be no more. Issuing a statement on Twitter, the company clarified the website was not going anywhere. Instead, it's working on an updated version that will include improved features and a better user experience. Despite the rumors, we are happy to report that we still ha- we still be supplying you with all the mixtapes you love. That pissed statement read. While the site is under construction, fans will still be able to listen to the music found on that Piff's official YouTube channel. The company has promised to release the updated version soon, though no specific date has been announced. End quote. We're working through technical issues on our site and app, but still actively update our YouTube. Thanks for all the love and concerns, but we promise we are still here. And that's the quote they said on Twitter, which I don't use anymore, actually. <laughs> Prior to that pitch announcement, Andrew Barber of Fake Shore Drive posted a goodbye message to the site and expressed his respect for its role within the culture. RIP Death Piff, he wrote on Twitter Monday, March 13th. Barber continued, who probably has the most important archive of music from the past 10 to 15 years anywhere on the internet. It was a bridge between the blog era and the streaming era and a hub for projects that will never see the light of day on DSPs. Thank you for your service. Well, it's not going away completely. I mean, anyway, that's a clarification right there. Um, As one of hip hop's most pivotal platforms since its launch in 2005, that Piff has introduced and ignited the careers of many emerging artists. But it's not just the new it's not just for newcomers. The website has also been useful for more established rappers such as Meat Mill. Meat Mill released his last project Flamers 5 exclusively on that piff this past November as opposed to major streaming services. In a series of tweets before the tape's release, Meek explained his reasoning for keeping F five off of streamers saying label interference with his money was the bottom line um when a label gave me a plaque i thought they were trying to trick me laugh out loud show me the financials that my art made that other that other shit a mental trick he explained give me a plaque with how much my song made and how much i got paid I'm shying away from what, from that whole system. It's not for us. I don't want Flamers 5 on no streaming service. This strictly underground music, Billboard can't rate it. He continued, just rate the music. I bet you a million I can make the 
United States World Play It with one upload button. Been doing it since MySpace. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, MySpace is long gone now. So that's just a clarification of what's going on with um, Def Piff. It's not really, really going away anytime soon. It's not going away anytime soon. So, um, and speaking of going away, we got to talk about Taxstone. <sighs> he is in some major, major hot water here, man, according to the same site that I'm using, which is Hip Hop DX. Taxstone has been found guilty of shooting and killing of Troy Ave's bodyguard at Irving Plaza during a TI concert in 2006. According to, according to ABC News, a grand jury found tax real name Daryl Campbell guilty of manslaughter on Thursday, March 20, 23rd, which was last week, in connection to the two the 2016 shooting of BSB affiliate Ronald McFadder, also known as Benga. Sentencing will take place in April. Oh, Lord. The things people do, the things people do to ruin their life and career. Now, that right there is a fucking major epic fail set to perform at the event when a fight broke out between both camps and gunfire was exchanged which is yeah exchanged in addition to McFadder the melee resulted in three other people being seriously injured including Troy Ave who received treatment for a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the leg surveillance video emerged immediately after this after the shooting that showed Troy Ave firing a gun he was apprehended and cuffed at NYU Lang Langone Hospital, where he was receiving treatment for his gunshot wound. Later, the weapon was used and the shooting was recovered in his vehicle. However, Troy maintained his innocence, claiming self-defense. Um, let's see. Um... In January 2017, Taxstone was arrested in in, connect, in connection to the incident and charged with one count of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon and one count of receipt of a firearm in interstate commerce after his DNA was reportedly found on the semi-automatic handgun used in the failed shooting. Ahead of Troy's Ahead of Troy Avenue, Troy Ave, excuse me, 
um, testimony. The former Loudspeakers Network podcast host claimed that the rapper was um, a lion bozo and couldn't wait to see him take the stand. Taken to Twitter earlier this month, Tax said, can't wait for this delusional lying ass bozo to testify on Monday, insinuating that there is more to the story than meets the eye. After catching wind of the accusation, Troy F responded by poking fun at the situation in a tweet of his very own. A call to action is crazy. I, I can't wait, said the person with nothing but time. His friends cooked him. Very well done. I might just bring the dessert. What kind y'all want? <laughs> With um, question mark, crying, laughing, face emoji. He wrote alongside the hashtags, unsafe though, and be smart though. Following the back and forth on Twitter and suggest, excuse me, and subsequent testimony in court, Troy Ave dropped a new diss song aimed at Taxstone, billed as a Taxstone diss. Black Church was released last week with an accompanying music video that finds the Brooklyn rapper rhyming in front of a church. In the whole, in the song, Troy reflects on his life and what he plans on doing now that he has taken the stand and shared his side of the 2016 Irving Plaza shooting that killed his bodyguard, Ronald Banga McFadder. Opposition, I I ruined them. There's two sides. You gotta you gotta be safe in choosing them. Ain't have a safety on sense, then be smart. Though when when niggas dumping, Troy Ave ain't scared of nothing. He bat the gun. Somehow I sent him running. I got a lawsuit coming. You took a life, but look at the life this generation is bumming. I wouldn't want to live like that back to Live Nation and my $32 million, no tax. He raps on the track. Hold on. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. I had to lower the volume so you guys won't hear um, any loud vehicles and stuff um, pass by. So don't be alarmed. We're still on the air. Okay, 
Um, let's see. Let's see what else we have to talk about here. Um, yes. Yeah, so let's let's get into some more music stuff. We got some more music stuff to get to right here. So let's get into it. Um, let's see. Let's see. Consequence connects with Rick Ross. Oh boy. All right. So Consequence collaborated with Rick Ross and Amory on the long anticipated Bloodstained 2 collaboration, a sequel to a track produced by Kanye West in 2022. <laughs> the Queens based rapper, I didn't even know, I didn't even know Consequence was from Queens. But anyway, who was originally signed by Ye and Columbia Records in 2005, released his debut album, Don't Quit Your Day Job, in 2007. Khan's released his latest track on Friday, March 3rd, following up on his disappointed release from February. Disappointed pushed the envelope as Khan's um, continued to criticize good signees for abandoning abandoning Ye amid his controversy, despite the success they gained from the label. The original Bloodstained track produced by Kanye was released in June 2022. On the sequel track, Khan's enlisted the assistance of Rick Ross and Amory. Ross lands his voice on a few verses while Amory provides the hook and Background vocals, Khan's comes on after Ross offering a verse that speaks on his upbringing and childhood experience. Bloodstained 2 and its predecessor are slated to appear on the Grammy Family Rapper's third album titled Nice Doing Business with You, rumored to be released sometime this spring or summer. Khan spoke about the nature of the project and an all new an all hip hop interview last year. People familiar with me know I've always been heavily involved in all kinds of album construction, he said. I'm a person who is very prone to sticking to the subject and cohesiveness. So with this new project, that's what I'm looking to deliver to the fans. In other news, Khan's has criticized Good Music's roster for not standing by Kanye West amid the backlash over his anti-Semitic comments. The rapper is seemingly one of the few still supporting Kanye, whose inflammatory remarks about Jewish people and embrace of white supremacy led to him losing a number, um, losing a number, um, losing a number of lucrative business deals and professional relationships, including good music being dropped from Def Jam. So I already talked about what went down with Kanye West's um, business business partners and stuff who who dropped him. And I don't think anybody was, and I don't blame these companies, man. You know, you, you, you went too, he went too far on that shit. And then you talk, and then the other day, as I'm watching TMZ, he talks about how 
how he watched um 21 Jump Street based on Jonah Hill. And to say that he likes Jewish people again, like this is so fucking crazy, man. I'm sorry, but 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 that to me is just a cop out. It's a fucking cop out to me, man. Like, what are you what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Like, this is this is so this is so fucking crazy and probably humiliating to the people in the Jewish community. I'm sorry, but you know what I'm saying? Um man, listen. Man, listen, this is so fucking crazy. Yeah. Um man, this is crazy, man. No, that's crazy is it's disgusting, man. Put it that way. Yeah, it's disgusting. All right, so all right. Okay, so let's see. Benny the Butcher. Yes, here we go. Okay, Benny the Butcher wants people to understand the importance of Grisella Records. Telling rappers they should be giving thanks to the label for inspiring their careers. The Tana Talk rapper took to his Instagram live earlier this week to, to deliver a public service announcement um, regarding the lack of appreciation Griselda has been getting. According to Benny, the Buffalo Collective is the standard when it comes to rap, and they should be getting their flowers. I just want to make a public service announcement real quick. Benny said, as he prepared to roll a blunt, these niggas been putting out tapes and a lot of these niggas been doing their shit, but Griselda is still the standard. We inspired these niggas. We made these niggas believe they can build this shit. These niggas ain't think they could do it. These niggas gave up. You telling them, nah, fight. Ain't nothing wrong with inspiring niggas. I'm just saying y'all back to Griselda being the standard. Griselda is the fucking standard. I don't be hearing thank you from these niggas. These niggas be saying everything but fucking thank you. I want to start hearing thank yous from these niggas, man. <laughs> um, This isn't the first time Benny has come to defense to the defense of his Griselda family. One of the last few times happened last year when Rap Radar Podcast host Brian B. Miller excluded himself, Westside Gun, Conway the Machine, and other Griselda rappers from his best, his 10 best rappers of 2022 list. Despite all three core members putting out quality projects in 2022, Benny, Westside Gun, and Conway the Machine were not included, leaving Benny the Butcher to comment on the list. A fan had replied to B.'s tweet asking how Griselda wasn't included, but two out of the three, the top three on the on the list didn't even drop this year. 
and still landed a spot. According to Benny, B dot is is on something for leaving um Griselda out. So no con no Conway, Gun, or Benny, but two guys who didn't drop albums in the top three um, K. The fan wrote, which led Benny to tweet, fuck smoking crack, he gotta be eaten. Another person asked if the reason B Dot didn't include them was because Conway threw a jab at him on a song, and Benny the, and Benny confirmed that could be the case while also revealing he had a run-in with one of his rap friends. Another bang in the butcher news. Um another bang in the butcher news. Um In other Bang the Butcher news, um, Bang the Butcher has revealed he's finally seen the movie Cocaine Bear, <laughs> but he thinks the film could have been much better with the addition of his music. On Wednesday, March 22nd, the Black Soprano family boss took to Twitter to let his followers know that he caught a showing of the Elizabeth Banks directed flick, which tells the story of a bear who ingests a massive amount of cocaine and goes on a murderous binge. The film is right up the Buffalo natives alley with the number of references to the drug and Benny wasted no time letting fans know the film should have incorporated his cocaine fueled music. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is fucking crazy and hilarious. I'm sorry. But this is this right here is so fucking hilarious and very humorous to me. Oh man. Man. <laughs> oh man. This is fucking insane, man. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> oh man, um, finally watched Cocaine Bear, Cocaine Bear, Benny wrote on his Twitter, a Benny song would have made that movie so much better. Mm, I'm not so sure about that one. Um, Cocaine, Cocaine Bear was released in February 2023 and stars O'Shea Jackson Jr., Kerry Russell, Alden, Aaron Wright, and the late, great Ray Liotta, and more. The film received mixed reviews from critics, but has grossed $76 million worldwide off of a $30 to $35 million budget. The film is loosely inspired by the events surrounding a 175-pound, <laughs> 79-kilogram American black bear that died after ingesting a duffel bag of full of cocaine in 1985 while benny the butcher is looking to land some music in a movie he's getting ready to embark on his next international tour last week he took to instagram to share the flyer for his upcoming thank god i made it world tour 
the flash shows an animated version of benny floating in a body of water with ducks swimming nearby <laughs> oh shit um Benny's tour will begin on April the 20th in Baltimore, Maryland, before heading to Norfolk, Virginia, Worcester, no, Worcester um, Massachusetts, and Hartford, Connecticut. From there, he will make the trek overseas and head up Ireland, Germany, um, Czech Republic, Greece, Israel, Port Portland, no, excuse me, Poland and the Netherlands <laughs> to close it out. Hmm. In, in his caption, Benny made it clear he wants his fans to pop up at the shows, giving them advice on how to attend the concert with step-by-step -step guidelines for purchasing tickets. Course step one, go to bangthebutchertour.com buy tickets step two arrive at venue or arrive at venue ready to turn up step three recite lyrics at the top of your lungs like you wrote like you wrote them yourself um he wrote Ooh. okay okay what else we got going on here um Because we got some stuff going on here. And speaking of Conway the Machine, um, okay, hang on one second. Let me see who got into the chat. Let me see. Yep, shout outs to In the Loop Films. Um, all right, so Conway the Machine, I need Jay Skeezy has released a video for his new single, Bonneville. <laughs> Bonneville. <laughs> oh, shit. Directed by Lutman. The visual, the visual finds the Buffalo rapper driving a classic Pontiac Bonneville <laughs> around town while he and two accomplices carry out an armed robbery. Bonneville is one of those real gritty joints where I just wanted to tell people where I'm from. Skeezy told Hip Hop DX of the song. I got the beat from Cartoon Beats and instantly I started thinking about growing up, sharing my, my experiences where I'm from and how crazy it would be to paint that picture over a crazy beat like this. There's elements in Bonville. <laughs> I thought it was Bonville, but Bonville. <laughs> like the woman talking in the beginning, the things she says, the jingle in the beginning, and the way I describe the city that will make anyone know exactly what it feels like to be from the east side of Buffalo. Bonville. <laughs> serves as the first single from Jay Skeezy's debut album, Abolish Uncertainties, which is set to arrive on March 24th, um, which was last week. Um, Check that out. The 14-track 
project will include features from Conway the Machine, who also executive produced it. Of course, Freeway, Coder Savia, um, Terry King, Jillian um, Hainsworth, and Origino. Jay Skeezy announced Abolish Uncertainties earlier this week, calling it a perfect project. If you've been following me on this journey, you know I've been building from ground level from the start. He wrote on Instagram, um, March 24th, 23. Yeah, 324-23. We taking things to new heights. Thank you for rocking with me through all the growth. Mind, drum, work, music. Empire debut album is is OTW. I hope you ready for, for the takeover. He continued, everything about this project is perfect from the features, the beats, subject matter, the bars, everything. God is the greatest. Um, Ultra Wheeze. Ultra Wheezy. We here, bro. We did it. It's time. Who is Conway? <laughs> it's up, bro. We taking it there. The news comes fresh off the, the release of Jay Skeezy's and Conway and the Machine's collaborative EP, Pain Provided Profit, which dropped earlier this month. Skeezy previously appeared on Conway's From King to a God, La Makina, and God don't make mistakes. Conway announced the signing of Jay Skeezy in Jan in January 2021, making him the first artist to sign a, a deal with Drumwork. I'm happy to announce the ink is dry, he said at the time. It's official. The first artist signed to Drumwork Music. Congratulations, King Jay Skeezy. This is just the beginning. The real work begins now. I believe in you from the start and i know when it's all said and done you you're gonna be in that top five convo it's up skeezy skeezy added the ink is dry on the contract we about to go on one of those runs i feel it in my soul this the moment i always pray for now watch what i do with it um, Eastside, <laughs> Jay Skeezy pre previously teamed up with Big Ghost Limited in April 2022 for their collaborative project, Authenticity Check. Boneville <laughs> um, is also available on streaming platforms. Listen to it where you get, wherever else you get your music. So there you have it right there. You have it right there. Um, <laughs> oh man, Boneville. This is funny. Um, let's see what else. What else we gotta talk about here? I want to make sure I didn't miss anything here. Um, let me see. Let me see. Um, yes, Dreamville Fest 2023. Yeah, let's talk about that right there. 
Okay. Um, yes, Dreamville. Here it is. And um, all right. So the lineup for the Dreamville Festival has been announced for 2023. Drake and J. Cole will be headlining on Sunday, April 2nd. Us will headline on Saturday, April 1st, which is April Fool's Day. <laughs> Burner Boy. <laughs> Burner Boy will also be performing a headlining set on Sunday. Per a press release, Drake will join Cole as a special guest for the set, which will will see the two artists perform a medley of hits from each other, you no, know, from each of their chart-topping catalogs, which collectively have have come to define the sound of a generation. Starting with Little Dirk, Ari Lennox, City Girls, Sean Paul, Summer Walker, Glorilla. Waka Flocka Flame, Mario, and others will also hit the stage during the two-day festival. The event will go down on April 1st and April 2nd at Dorothea Dix Park in Raylo, North Carolina. You can head to the link where it says head here to purchase tickets. And this is the, the website. I'm going to actually inform you what this is. So let's get to what the website is. Um, oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, okay, so the website to get tickets is DreamFest www.dreamfest.com that's www.dreamfest.com and there you have it right there there you have it right there um all right we're gonna actually get it to actually yes there you go and um okay we have um, we have another Thing that we need to talk about here and this is the summer the summer smash lineup all right so here we go all right so when does summer smash lineup come out fans are eagerly waiting for the new batch of performers for the hip-hop music festival dubbed the midwest Midwest's premier hip-hop music festival by its own website. The Summer Smash Festival is officially called the Lyrical Lemonade Summer Lyrical Lemonade Summer Smash Festival. The event is run by popular multimedia director and influencer Cole Bennett and his company Lyrical Lemonade. Hmm. Bennett has partnered with um S-P-R-K-B-X, a Chicago-based concert and festival production company for the Summer Smash Festival since 2018. Lyrical Lemonade has gained prominence since the late 2010s by working and making videos with both up-and-coming and established rappers and expanding their horizons by creating some wacky and creative visuals. The festival is simply the, the next step 
in Bennett's vision of giving back to the genre and culture that has given him so much in terms of fame, acclaim, and riches. Here is the Summer Smash lineup um, for 2023. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. The Summer Smash lineup 2023 has not yet been announced. According to the website, the lineup will be announced soon. However, a spectacular Twitter account has stated that the lineup release can be expected on April 4th. So far, the account has confirmed that Future will be one of the headliners. Um, Yeah. And um, let me see. The the only year so far that the festival itself has not taken place is 2020, not only due to COVID, but because of the Black Lives Matter movement. The festival chose to not take place that year as a show of solidarity with the hip-hop community. Of course, Summer Smash Music Festival location and dates. So Summer Smash Music Festival location will be at the Seat Geek Stadium in Bridgeville, Illinois. 2023 will be the first time the festival will take place there. Per their, their website, the reason they have decided to change their venue to Seat, Seat Geek is that it provides easy access not only to people coming from Chicago, but the suburbs surrounding the city. Both are locations where many of their fans come from. Despite being booked for the festival, Seat Geek Stadium is best known for sporting events and has hosted the games for over a decade now. Still, they do have constant credibility and are sure to be a great setting for the upcoming festival. The festival representatives also stated that the shift in the venue would also be due in due in part to an increased effort to upgrade the entire experience for both general admissions and VIP VIP customers. Excuse me. With with new amenities to be provided for the latter like high-end lounges exclusive art experiences and many more attraction attractions okay so the summer smash dates summer smash dates are slated to be on june 23rd 24th and 25th of 2023 the dates will take place on on friday saturday and sunday respectively as with most festivals, Summer Smash will also take place over the weekend so that people will be able to have the time and mentality to make the most of their time there. Um, the same has happened with every festival that has happened over the past half decade and is less a tradition and more a formality at this point and something people have come to expect the main reason excuse me
The main reason what well, the main reason the festival has upgraded to a new facility is so that festival goers will be able to have the space to do more with their time there. The announcers have also stated that not only will be three stages on which over 30 excuse me 50 artists will play but there also will be art experiences now what our experience what our experiences mean has not been fully mentioned by either bennett or his team but given that the videographer made his name through creative visuals it is surely a treat to look out for so summer summer smash music festival tickets of course summer smash music festival tickets have not yet been announced so far only the blind pre-sale has taken place at 85 dollars per ticket along with an eight thousand ninety-seven cents srv free the pre-sale started on March 20th and has been sold out despite despite it only being two days later. In fact, this, the festival announced on its Twitter account a day later that they were almost sold out. <clears throat> despite being advertised all over social media to be sold on their website, the blind pre-sale was actually sold through a vendor called C-Tickets. However, it is unsure if when the tickets do drop, they will be sold via the same vendor then too. The festival has not yet announced when they will post the dates for the actual tickets, but they are bound to happen around the same date as the lineup is announced, which will be sometime in April at the soonest. Aside from the pre-sale and the normal tickets the summer smash twitter account hinted at some golden tickets in the vein of willy wonka which would credit a prize to those that get it so so how to go to the summer smash music festival you ask summer smash music festival will take place at at seven thousands harlem avenue Bridgeville, no, no, excuse me, Bridgeview, Illinois. Bridgeville is a village in Cook County. The village is located about 15 miles or 24 kilometers southwest of the Chicago Loop, which is the collective name of the 77 community areas that make up the, the city of Chicago. As stated earlier, the location was picked because it is the perfect middle ground for people coming in from Chicago and those that live in the suburbs around Chicago. If one is going to the stadium from Chicago, it is very simple to get there as one simply needs to take the, the I-55S and the, the onto Harlem Avenue to get there. Plus, the I-55S is a straight line, and the whole trip will take around 21 minutes. Okay. 21 minutes. 
All right, 21 minutes. Okay, so for people coming out of the suburbs, suburbs around Chicago, it is the same story as one simply needs to find a connection to Harlem Avenue in order to find a straight path to the stadium. Lastly, for those coming in from the airport, it is a 29-minute journey due to the path being on I-294 South. Okay, um, I will try to actually keep an eye on the story. I will try to update you if I actually hear any any more information about the Summer Smash Music Festival. I will, if I hear anything, I will bring it here to this podcast platform right here. All right, so um, let me see. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Um, I haven't done this for a very long time. Um, a segment that I haven't done for a very long time, and this is um, what is it? Let me just get it right. Um, hang on a second here. Um. So I haven't done this segment in a very long time, and this is pertaining to a TV show, which I have to say congratulations to All-American that got renewed for a season six. And that's TV show checkouts, and that's part of TV show checkouts right here. Yes. Yes, hold on a minute. Um let me get this out the way. Okay. Um like I said before, um we need to congrat I want to congratulate the people and the cast crew of All American that got renewed. So this is according to um deadline right here. And I <laughs> and this is pretty legit too. So let's get into it right here. So According to Deadline, the CW may be scaling back its scripted ambitions, but it's keeping all American. The network has handed an early sixth early six season renewal to the drama series, marking the first scripted renewal after Next Star took ownership after this year. All American, which was the CW's number one linear series, an adult 18 to 49 most watched series on digital and the largest show in total audience across all platforms will will launch its fifth season, which already did. It's already currently in, in season five right now, uh, which already premiered on January 23rd. 
it will then return for a sixth season in the 2023 to 24 broadcast um season um Deadline understands the series, which comes from Belanti Productions in association with Warner Brothers Television and CBS Studios, will continue to, pro- to be produced in line with its previous seasons. This comes despite talk that the network is looking to cut b- budgets for scripted orders and floating a target license fee for drama series of $1 million per episode going forward. One million dollars, damn. One million dollars, wow. One million dollars, wow. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. What did I? Yeah, one hold on a minute. Yes, one million wow. Um, all right. Hang on. Yes. Yes. The move also marks the first renewal since the hire of Brad Schwartz of as president of entertainment. It bucks a trend where a large number of the CW scripted shows are coming to an end, including DC DC Stargirl, which ha- already happened, the Flash final season of season nine of the season. Um Riverdale final season, season seven, already premiered um, yesterday. And Nancy Drew might be coming to an end, too. Season five kicks off when Laura, um, um, played by Monet Mazur, throws Billy, Tay Diggs, a surprise party. Everyone comes together to roast Billy, but Billy has a looming decision hanging over his head. Of course, Spencer, played by Daniel Ezra, makes an effort to do what's best for himself, hoping it helps Olivia, played by Samantha Logan, and him take a step toward towards moving on. Um, Jamie guest guest star play Mir Horcher offers some sage advice to Asher, played by Cody Christian. Christian about his speech with JJ, played by Hunter Cloudis, but she ignores her own about watching out for red flags. Meanwhile, Jordan, played by Michael Evans Bailing, and Layla, played by Greta Go, get in their first, fir- first fight over something neither of them could have predicted. All American is executive produced by um Neki Okoro Carol, Belanti Sarah Sh- um Schnecter, Sh- Schechter, John A. Norris, Jamil Turner, Mike Hero, and David Strauss. Over the, the last five seasons, All American has established itself as one of the 
all-time CW flagship franchises, says Schwartz. All-American is not only the network's youngest series, but also the strongest performer when combining all our platforms. We look forward to continuing continuing our collaboration with showrunner Neki Okoro Carroll, Greg Belanti, Sarah Schechter, the entire creative team, and the incredible cast for another season of captivating family drama. So congratulations to All-American for receiving an early season of season six. Yeah. So All-American has been renewed for season six. That's the name of the episode. Let me make sure I actually get this right, though, because let me make sure I get this right. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yes. I mean, let me see. Okay. Just a second, folks. Let me make sure I got the name of the episode right. Yes, All American has been renewed for season six. Is the name of the episode right there. Boom, there you go. And, um, all right, now we have another segment that we need to get to. We have another segment that we need to get to right here, and it's called Munchies and Drinks. It's called Munchies and Drinks. So, um, this is a segment about the stories behind the eat and drink articles. So I'm actually going to, <laughs> oh man. So, so this is what's going on here. Um, so let me just play some sound effects for this segment right here before I forget. Okay, one moment. <sighs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm still here. Okay, wait. Here we are. Here we are. All right.
Hang on one minute. Today's segment involves um, involves businesses, right? This one right here is about a new school, American Cheese, to host a cheesy pop pop-ups this month in Brooklyn. And this is according to amny.com slash eating drinks. This weekend, acclaimed chef Eric Greenspan, New School American Cheese, is hosting two pop-ups this month that will have every New York, every New York City foodie craving something delicious. On April first, aka April Fool's Day, New School American Cheese is teaming up with Gotham Burger Social Club and Pearl Street Caviar to host a burger and caviar pop-up. The pop-up which will be held at Pearl Street Caviar, which is located at 77 Commerce Street in Brooklyn, New York. Will include handcrafted smash burgers. <laughs> smash, <laughs> smash burgers. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, smash burgers with new school American cheese, plus drink options such as beer, whiskey, champagne, rolls, and cocktails. General admissions ticket holders, which are one hundred dollars per person, damn, will be allowed in the event at one p.m. With VIP ticket holders, um, one hundred and fifty dollars each, will have early admission at twelve p.m. This event is only ticketed for 100 people to, yeah, 100 people. So be sure to preserve, to reserve your spot quickly. Oof, $100 to $150. I don't know, man. That sounds a little, that's a little much though. Don't you think? Yeah, that's a little much though. Yes. <laughs> so tickets to this event are available for for purchase on the on the Eight It app, available in the Apple Store and Google Play Store. Of course, you can download the Eight It app onto your iPhones and Android phones, as well as your iPads and Android tablets. Okay. So what that is? Let me see what this is about. Let me see. Let me see what this shit is. This shit is about. Um, 
I'll break down what that is actually. So for you folks out there. So um and their website is www.8it.world. So let me just um wait for this to load up. Let me wait for this shit to load up. Um hold on a second here. Um Um, boy. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, hang on a minute here. Yeah, sorry about that. I was trying to get a breakdown for this. So let's see. Let me see. Let me see. So eight it. Let me just see what this is about. So I want to actually. So let's see. So eight it is. Um, their mission is to be committed to food lovers. So this is basically you know, putting all the bullshit aside and helping you get to the best food in the simplest way. Pop-ups and innovators shining a spotlight on you to get discovered by food lovers in a crowded content environment. So you have chefs empowering you to monetize your signature dishes and build a stronger community through edible NFTs. Restaurant owners driving more new curious food lovers through your door and building a stronger community through edible NFTs. Not sure what that is. Don't ask me. Getting more eyeballs on your content in a world where people have the attention span of a fly. Food influencers giving you a platform to connect with your fans by sharing your recommendations with them, making your content actionable while supporting small businesses. Fine print, the real ones who have a POV, don't take money from restaurants, and don't just take pretty pictures. Um, of course, co-founder and CEO Steve Raggiani, of course, me, Steve, he grew up in his family's Italian restaurant, worked every job from busboy to line cook. He started giving critiques to the kitchen at age six. Now he's got 12 years of experience in building excuse me culturally relevant brands like Airbnb, Adidas, 
S. Poland, Tequila, Google Play, and Live Nation, to name a few. The future of marketing is driven by experiences, fueled by data. He knows how to get it done. Steve also enjoys long romantic walks to to his next meal. Ooh. And Kara Louie, integrated product marketing manager. This is Kyra. She's a born and raised New Yorker who lives for her next meal. She's always had a diverse palate. What other little kids do you know that are totally okay eating um, escargot and snails with black bean sauce? Ew. Why? (laughs) Now, Kyra has five five plus years of experience in food tech startups social media and food photography keen eye even keener stomach in her spare time she volunteers with a local animal rescue and tries out new restaurants whenever she can and um yeah so We've been we've been featured on some of the best industry podcasts to tell our story. Give them a listen to get the full scoop on who we are, our POV and vision for the future. And this is from what is it? Digital hospitality, a a, a Cali BBQ Media podcast. So you can listen to that on on any streaming platform where you get your podcast. So there you have it right there. And this is what the Natural Restaurant Owners Podcast with Kyle and Sarah, Restaurant Unstoppable. Um, and of course, with everything in between. Um, featured in various food and lifestyle publications like Time Out, Eater, and more. Yeah, so this is Eater, Time Out, Tasty Bites, Yes, Williamsburg, which is in Brooklyn, and food. Um, build with us, of course. We're currently looking for strategic investors, partners, and collaborators that believe in our mission. Shoot us an email below to set up a meeting. Yeah, you can email Steve too. And you can download the 8 it phone app, like I said, to your iPhones, to your Android phones, iPads android tablets um wherever you get your apps laptops are included too so and you can also check out the website too check out the website www.8it.world all right check that out see see the types of stuff in the food menu of restaurants that they have so there you have it right there there you have it right there. And um and yes, 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 yes. So um let's see, let's keep going. Oh, later this month on April 21st to the 23rd, New School American Cheese is partnering with the with the donut project in the West Village to create a pop-up where New Yorkers can vote on which options will be sold. Hmm. Through 
through the eight it app voters can pick between the bacon egg and cheese donut sandwich which is twelve dollars wait 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 hold on 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 wait a minute wait a minute here wait a minute here did you just say bacon egg and cheese donut sandwich okay why would you put bacon why would you put bacon and eggs with cheese donut like seriously seriously (laughs) i don't know about this one man but this right here i don't know this sounds this sounds like one of the i don't know this is like one of the um one of the weirdest 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 things weirdest creation to be exact but i don't know man i don't know that's just gonna i don't know man i don't know that's just gonna make you go to the toilet though unfortunately but anyway yeah (laughs) yeah so um yes so which has bacon egg New school, new school cheese. Not sure what that new school cheese. Frank's red hot glaze with everything bagel seasoning, or the grilled cheese and tomato soup donut sandwich. What? Are you serious? Wait a minute here, man. I don't know about all that though, man. But I'm gonna. I don't know, man. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds a little weird to me, man. Anyways, so so it's ten dollars. Um, which has new school cheese between a buttered and griddled donut with a tomato soup glaze. Tomato soup, grilled cheese and tomato tomato soup donut sandwich. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. So pre-orders will be taken in the app as well. Oh boy. <laughs> oh shit. The pop-up will take place at the donut pro- the donut project located at 10 Morton Street. <laughs> <laughs> outside of, outside of these events, Chef Greenspan's new school cheese will also be featured at Yankee Stadium this baseball season with the, the launch of the 99 burger, which by the way, today is the first day that the Yankees have the opening day. They play today, actually, along with the Mets, they play in Miami. So there you have it right there. Yes, so um created in honor of Aaron Judge. The 99 burger is made up of two four-ounce American wa- wagyu beef patties. Greenspan's new school American cheese, caramelized onions, ew, pickles, and secret sauce on a brioche, brioche bun for 99 no excuse me $19.99 <laughs> only 99 of these burgers will be sold each game ooh 
Ooh, that sounds pretty interesting right here, isn't it? That sounds pretty interesting. All right, so I'm going to actually get to... Okay. All right, so uh, I did see another one right here. Um, I did see another one. I did see another one right here. So let me just look this up real quick. Um, <laughs> wait a minute here. <laughs> Slutty vegan. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I'll save that for, I'm going to save that for another time. I'll save that for another time. <laughs> this is crazy. But um yeah let me see so levain bakery <laughs> interesting levain bakery the famous levain bakery known for its decadent cookies is launching a new cookie flavor this spring the the sweet shops not sweatshops folks don't be confused <laughs> it's sweet Shops latest creation is called caramel coconut chocolate chip. It contains caramel chips, fresh shredded coconut, and dark chocolate that come together to form a buttery, crispy, chewy cookie. Ooh, that's pretty. That sounds that sounds pretty delicious. Yes, it is. This cookie has all the texture of a classic Levain cookie crunchy on the outside and gooey no ooey gooey which rhymes on the inside but for this cookie we introduced fresh shredded coconut and melty caramel to create a flavor completely unlike anything we've seen no excuse me anything we've made before said levain bakery founders pam weeks and connie mcdonald in a joint statement we hate to play favors, but for this spring season, we might have to. Caramel coconut chocolate chip cookies will be available for nationwide shipping at LevainBakery.com, which already began on March 27th and will hit all Levain Bakery retail locations on April the 3rd, which is a Monday. That's two days after after april fool's day which is april 1st to continue the springtime theme all levain bakery storefronts will be decorated in spring floral displays featuring daffodils daisies and tulips additionally every four eight and twelve pack of cookies ordered online will be wrapped in limited time spring floral packaging and of course, eight packs can be can also be bundled in Levain's signature gifting tin that features illustrations of the bakery's new no bakery's original New York City location on 74th Street, where the famous cookie was created in 1995. For a list of all Levain Bakery locations, you can visit the website levainbakery.com. That's www.levain 
bakery.com. Check out the dessert menus on that website. And I guarantee you'll be able to like the cookies and flavored ingredients that's in there. So there you have it right there, folks. All right. Okay. Okay, let's see what we have. All right. All right, so. One more segment we have to get to right here, and that's including um, stream choices on the go right here. Get ready and run for the hills, man. Yes, stream choices on the go, man. This is where I inform you folks out there, the listeners and viewers out there that's also listening out there, wherever you are right now, um, it, to show some love by following Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast. Yes, New York, for those of you who don't, don't know, yes, this show takes place in New York, so... Queens, New York, to be exact, actually. And and the most important thing is, yes, follow Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram alongside with my other shows that I do on a weekly basis. Um, yes, excellent, fun, vibrant talks podcast. This is what um, TLKS stands for. And that's the sports podcast platform that I do. And lost out with a meticulous vibe juice podcast, the review show that I also do. And also follow me on the gram, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. And also turn your notifications. Turn your notifications, folks. So you can be in a know on any delays of upcoming episodes that I didn't get to record. And I do apologize for not recording um, 2.50 yesterday. Um, I had a late dinner. That's what it was. So, you know what I'm saying? And I had, you know, to make sure, you know, the itis gone away. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? I know you know what I'm I know you know what I'm saying. So anyway, yes, so yes, you can also go to the link in bio where it says link tree slash G Money Stacks 555, where you see all the audio streaming platforms where you can listen to episodes and stuff. And and of course, um, if you let me give a little side note here. If you if you if you notice something different, right? When you click on anchor, you're gonna see um you're gonna see um a little thing called Spotify for podcasters, which I will do a separate ep actually two separate episodes of Spotify for podcasters in a, in two future episodes to break down the change and everything else. Actually, you know, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that to break down what's going on behind the scenes with um with the collaboration and merger of Anchor and Spotify. So there you have it right there. So um so yes. Yes. When you go to the link in bio, you're going to see a whole list of audio streaming platforms 
where you can listen to episodes starting with audacity audible yeah actually yes audacity audible audio burst amazon music breaker bullhorn fm Castbox fm diesel listen those moon fm podcast player fm pocket cast pod bay pod friend pod ham Podo polo podorama podcast index podcast addict pod chaser podverse podcast guru podvine spotify stitcher tuning radio google podcast radio public iHeartRadio, the number one app for music radio and podcasts you can you can you don't need to you don't need a debit card or credit card to download iHeartRadio or any of the apps that i just mentioned right here and and of course be sure to follow um the podcast right here the new york podcast um platform right here alongside with my sports edition show excellent fun vibrant talks podcast meticulous vibe juice podcast as well and also don't forget to follow um the podcast and my other ones that's also on spotify for podcasters app if you don't know you can download spotify for podcasters and yes i will explain what's going on on two separate episodes all right so don't worry don't worry about that and finally last but not least make sure you grab that subscribe the subscribe button for me on the youtube channel page of g money stacks 555 click on the noting noting bell along with alerts so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream alongside with with the date and time of the live stream schedule Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes. And of course, be sure to stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. And if you miss any of the episodes, don't worry. You can catch up on the episodes on every streaming platform that I just mentioned. And you can also listen, stream, watch the episodes. Of course, you can share the episodes. You can you can sh- share the share the videos as well and you can also share on spotify as well so don't forget to rate five stars on podchaser podfriend and alongside with um spotify as well so and also also you can download the episodes which is very important to grow this show out and and of course be sure to tell a friend to another friend and of course spread the word to everybody word of mouth is important and of course share the link that says link tree slash g money stacks 555 of course be sure to be sure to share the podcast along with your husbands, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends. Um, of course, of course, the people included 
whether it's from work, whether you meet them from, um, you know, festivities, college, classes, block parties, wherever. All right. That's going to do it for me. This has been a, an amazing episode 250. I do apologize for for the delay of the upcoming episodes. I will do my best to actually record 251 and 252 today because I go to work tomorrow. So, um, yes. So, remember the hard, hard work pays off. The, the grind doesn't stop. New York wasn't built in a day. Trust the process. You don't need to. And, you know, you got to have patience when it comes to growing your craft. You have to have patience when it comes to growing your craft and alongside with um, being able to find your voice, be confident in your voice and how it sounds, be confident in what you love to do. And, and of course, and of course, look and find something that that clicks to you, that helps you, that helps relieve you from all the stress from work, all the, all the, all the um, stress from work, family drama, you just name it, and. And also be sure to be sure to, you know, you know, be on a consistency basis on your P's and Q's that gets you into your zone alongside with tunnel vision. All right. That's going to do it, man. Follow your goals and dreams. Follow your goals and dreams and don't let anybody stop you from doing what you love to do and everything else in between. And, you know, everything's not mandatory when it comes, everything's not mandatory. You don't necessarily need, you don't necessarily need a, a fancy expensive studio and to be wasting money on fancy, um, on fancy producers who and engineers who who are very expensive all right you don't need that so you might want to save your money and just get you a laptop get you a microphone led lights ring lights i mean you just name it and yeah that's gonna and yeah um that's gonna do it man I hope y'all enjoying your spring break and I will see y'all in the next, in the next episode, which will be, which will be in a couple minutes. So peace and one love. I'll see y'all next time in the next episode. And of course, enjoy the rest of your, enjoy the rest of your spring break and enjoy the rest of your, and enjoy the rest of your day and night and the rest of your week. And good night in advance.
Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast. O F F T H E M E A T R A C K C H A I N Z N Y P O D C A S T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks 555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio stream choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.